May the Force be with you, Composer Quest listeners. Or should I say, may the Fourth be with you. In honor of this special punny day coming up, we have a new Composer Quest quest. For this composing quest, I'm commissioning you to write a piano piece for four hands. So, for two pianists on one piano. Send your piece to me, charlie at composerquest.com, on or before Wednesday, April 23rd, 2014. We're going to have a performance here in Minnesota on May 4th, and we'll feature as many pieces as we can. Priority will be given to Minnesota composers, but if you're outside Minnesota, I encourage you to try and arrange a performance in your own hometown on May 4th. So let's go now to the field to learn more about this challenge. Here we are in the Composer Quest studio with Tim Cheesebrow, who you'll remember from episode 19, and Susan Sue and Franco Holder. Susan and Franco will be playing piano together for these compositions that we're asking composers to do. And Tim's here because he is the new owner of a coffee shop that the performance is going to be at. So, Tim, would you want to talk about your new coffee shop and what you're going to do with it? Sure. It's called the uh, Underground Music Cafe formerly known as the Coffee Grounds for many years. It's been a staple of the Roots music community for a while, and I'm looking to expand that to include different genres and really be a a showcase and a hub for Minnesota independent artists to kind of get their music out there. And because there are so many great composers in Minnesota, I thought we needed to have a space for them, and uh, that's why we wanted to put together this Composers Showcase, which allows composers to get their stuff played and kind of raise awareness of some of the great music being made right now. Yeah. So this challenge that we we picked the date of May the 4th, because obviously May the 4th be with you. (laughs) Um, I think we're all nerds here. Um, (laughs) Um, but yeah, so Tim and I thought, well, what could we do with this theme of May the 4th be with you? And so we thought, why not do piano music for four hands? And the other part of the challenge is just trying to incorporate four in as many ways as possible. So whether that's using fourths a lot in the music or making it part of your rhythms Making it part of the form, yeah. Using four four time is kind of a cop out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we can get a little more creative than that. Yeah. Surely with the form, you can do uh, yeah. fun things with the form, where you could do light motifs with note groups of four. Or... Ooh, that's very Star Wars light motifs. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so our pianists here. Um, is that a lightsaber? It is a lightsaber. Susan. Yes. <laughs> so lightsaber light motifs. <laughs> light, lightsaber <laughs> motifs. Yeah. So yeah, feel free to make this 
as sci-fi as you want. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, maybe we could talk to Susan and Franco about what kind of music they would be interested in playing. And if oh. you have any more ideas for composers about how to incorporate fours. Well, I wasn't really prepared to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you about the music that I love most. Um, I am really a baby of the uh, romantic repertoire. I do love Brahms the most, although I am told I play Beethoven best. That's my specialty, even though I don't love Beethoven best. That's apparently that's who I play the best, but I do love Brahms. What are you, Frank? Oh, I like anything. I like any sort of music. Any music you write will be wonderful. I'll, I will absolutely play it. Um, I really like contemporary music. play a lot of Prokofiev and Ravel and even Debussy a little. But yeah, like I'm just excited to see what people come up with. I'm a big sci-fi nerd. Like You I, are? Yeah. You, don't you remember? I used to, okay, set up New Year's Eve. Instead of going out, I'd record all of the Twilight Zone <laughs> reruns. And now I have all of them. I have every single Twilight episode that it was ever made. And Star Trek. I'm a Trekkie. Oh, you didn't know this. I've been your best friend for 17 years. How do I not know this? Yeah, Whoa, well, you keep a secret from me. What a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us have to hide in, in plain sight. <laughs> so I have never written anything for forehand piano. But have you guys played forehand piano pieces together or um yes one compositional aspect you will want to keep in mind is that so you will want to make sure that the parts don't overlap or or at least if they do minimally but it's got to be realistic of two different people playing that because sometimes some of these practical aspects get lost so the two inner parts you know try to have some space in between there yeah and then it'll be up to you guys who wants to play the bass or treble parts, I suppose. Uh, oh, don't guys make the bass part too boring. Oh, yes. So usually, <laughs> it, usually when we have played forehand things, generally I'll take the primo and Franco will take the secundo. So so the the girl will probably be on, on the top, top on the top here. <laughs> Even though, well... That was a great way to phrase if, you, if you've been listening to this conversation, I do believe Franco has the higher voice, so it's just very confusing all around the situation. So, all right. Well, I'm excited for this. Um, Notation-wise, how is piano music for four hands usually notated? Are there, like, two treble clefs on top and two bass no, clefs, or are you... Uh oh, that I have. I mean, not sometimes about. a lot of times it is for the upper part. It is two treble clefs just because of the range that you're playing in typically, and so you don't cross. But sometimes, and most times in the secondo part, the lower part, it's two bass clefs. But every once in a while, the uh, first part will be high enough that the second part will have a bass clef for one hand, treble clef for the other. But usually, it's pretty much all bass clef one person, all treble clef the other person. But it varies. I mean, it varies. It will also be of your choice, each yeah. composer, whether you want to notate it so the two scores are all... Uh, let's see if I can explain this. Basically, if one person has one part and the other person has the other part, or if you kind of just combine it all together. So that will be up to you. Okay. So the notation itself <clears throat> is not really a big deal. You just want to make sure, basically, that it's 
realistic to play. Playable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So part of the, um, say we get a ton of submissions, playability will be a factor in what ones they choose to play, and also just if you guys like it, then. <laughs> yeah. And also the other factor. So um, don't send us a bunch of crap. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding, but not really. Not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So the other factor is we'll have a preference for Minnesota composers or people who can come to the performance because for this series that Tim's starting, it's featuring Minnesota composers, and we're going to try and get you in to be interviewed at the performance. Yeah, um, that's kind of what we're thinking is after we have a chance to hear all the pieces played and the crowd kind of dissipates, we'd like to take the time to interview each composer about their work and their, I mean, this piece, the piece in particular, but their work in general. And then we'll kind of slice and dice those pieces up and uh, create a television show out of that, which we'll try and get aired on several public access shows and Again, hopefully use it as a piece to raise awareness about Minnesota composers and put a face to the notes. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts? Hmm. You guys? I, I do. What we were talking about earlier about if there are problems, for example, of, of how it's written. So we would encourage you to get your compositions in, not at the last minute, because I think if Franco and I come across a piece that we like, but there are problems, then we can communicate with you the composer and get maybe some of these things worked out whereas if we come across a problematic piece and it's the last minute then we probably won't be able to resolve these things and it would be less likely that it would then make it onto the performance sure yeah and so our deadline for this is going to be wednesday april 23rd which is coming up pretty fast you'll have about three weeks uh from this announcement episode to work on them but yeah Feel free to email me your submissions uh, anytime before then, charlie at composerquest.com. So the details of the show is that it will be at Tim's uh, Coffee Shop Underground Music Cafe, which is in St. Paul. Do you know the address off the top of your head? It's 1579 Hamlin Avenue North in uh, Falcon Heights, Minnesota 55108. And the concert will be at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. on that Sunday, May the 4th. Be with you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I guess anything else you guys? Could someone write something using <laughs> using the uh, Imperial March? The Imperial... Ooh. I love that. It's so cool. If, if you feel so... Yeah, it's so... All right. I'd be very happy. Special requests from Franco. <laughs> cool. If we are especially pleased with the submissions, Franco and I during the intermission will give a we'll have a lightsaber fight. Oh yes. <laughs> Hopefully that will be incentive for some excellent submissions. Oh, that sounds awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming in, everybody. And yeah, looking forward to this. So there's your challenge, should you choose to accept it. 
If you're in Minnesota, I hope you can make it out to our performance on May 4th, again 6 p.m. at Underground Music Cafe. Remember to send me your piece on or before Wednesday, April 23rd, charlie at composerquest.com. Also, feel free to email me if you have any questions. So thanks again to Tim Cheesebrow, Franco Holder, and Susan Sue for helping make this quest happen. And for those of you bravely attempting this quest, in the words of Obi-Wan, the Force will be with you always. ¶¶